Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Steve Harvey did a fantastic interview with presidential candidate Joe Biden. If you missed it, we have it for you right now. Hey, uh, folks, as promised, uh, we've been telling you all morning that we were going to have a very special guest. Well, he's here. He was the 47th vice president of the United States. He served with one of our favorite presidents. He is aiming to continue some of the great work that was done before he is positioning himself to become the future president of the United States. And with our help, that reality can become very, very possible for all of us. Ladies and gentlemen, a guy that I've known for quite some time and a friend, please welcome to the show, Mr. Vice President Joe Biden. Mr. Biden, how are you, sir? I'm fine. I'm a fan, by the way. You know that. I watch you all the time. Man, I really, I, uh... really appreciate it. Hey, listen, uh, let's get into this. What are sure. your thoughts, sir, the passing of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Tell, tell us tell us well, your thoughts on that. You know, I had the great honor of presiding over her. I was the chairman of the Judiciary Committee when she was nominated. And the thing that made her so incredible, she was a person. She, as, as one, one, one person said, she did as much 
for women as Justice Marshall did for African Americans. She just changed the whole course of modern history in terms of women's rights and women's opportunities. And uh, But the interesting thing about her, as principled and as tough as she was on the issues, she got along with everybody. She even had, you know, the Scalia's of the world when he was on the court and, and the conservatives, they, they treated her with respect. And she was able to bring people together. And that is, a, I think that's a remarkable additional trait that she had. And, uh, and you know, I, I, not you know, but I spoke to her, I spoke to her daughter and her granddaughter at length to express my sympathies. And uh, they told me that her, uh, and she, they told others that her dying wish was that, uh, that nobody get appointed in her place until the next president is elected. And because, uh, you know, we're already in the middle of an next, uh, already in the middle of an election, Steve, you know. By the uh-huh. time Republicans have named somebody and the president names somebody and bring it up, almost 40 percent of the American public will have voted. The Constitution says that's the one chance the American people have to make an impact on who they want choosing the next nominee. You know, the president gets to propose and the Senate disposes. And so this is the one chance under the Constitution where the American people have an opportunity. And mm-hmm. for, to rush this is just a, it's just a fundamental violation of the constitutional principle. Yeah. Can, can he legally do that? Can President Trump legally appoint somebody before this election? Or he can legally name someone. It's his right technically, but it's violation of the constitutional under, under the underlying rationale. Uh, Mr. President, can you hang on one second? One second. We'll be right back with more Vice President Joe Biden right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Earlier this week, Steve Harvey did a fantastic interview with presidential candidate Joe Biden. If you missed it, we have it right now. This was really worth hearing, of course. Let's listen. We're back. Uh, We're having a discussion here with uh, Vice President Joe Biden. Uh, Can President Trump legally appoint somebody before this election? He can name somebody he wants to be the nominee. But all those Republicans, including the majority leader, McConnell from Kentucky said that you shouldn't appoint, you know, you shouldn't appoint anybody in election year. Remember, they stopped uh, Merrick Garland from being appointed because of being confirmed or even having a hearing because that's who President Obama picked nine, ten months before the election. Mm-hmm. But he can do that. But, you know, you had so many Republican senators saying that there should be no appointment in election year like Lindsey Graham, using, I won't go through the whole quote and bore you, but he said, you know, I'm saying there should be no, no president should nominate someone in an election year and you should hold till the election. And you can, you have every right to bring this up if I change my mind and point out to me that I wasn't telling the truth. Well, guess what? He ain't telling the truth. He's pushing for it now. But there's two people have announced, had the guts to announce that they will wait till the election is over. They shouldn't vote till then. And that is, the senator from Alaska uh, and the senator from uh, uh, from Maine, and both mm-hmm. women. And they, uh, if there's a couple others, if two others stand up and do the right thing, then it'll be put off until the election. If he wins, uh, then he gets to go forward with the nominee that he uh, that, that he naming he wants to name. And if he loses, then I get to make that pick, but I won't be able to make that pick until January 21st. Yeah. Yeah. 
Understood. You know, listen, I know you all out there campaigning hard. I thought your selection of uh, your vice presidential or running mate, uh, Senator Kamala Harris, was such an such an amazing choice. It spoke volumes a, for you. She is so good. <laughs> yeah, she is so good. She's so damn bright and knowledgeable. I mean, she's ready to be president on day one if I if somebody uh, pushed me off a roof or something. I mean, this is uh, all kidding aside. She is she's totally that. That's the basis. There are a lot of really fine women that I had to choose from, but uh, I think she's ready on day one. A great choice, sir. You know, look, I know everybody wants answers to so many questions and campaign promises, but the question for so many of my listeners is, what's the Biden-Harris plan for black America? Well, number one, you know, my mother used to have an expression, you want to know me, walk in my shoes a mile. Although I've been deeply involved in the civil rights movement my whole life, I come from a state with the eighth highest black population of any state in the nation. I still don't fully, fully appreciate exactly how tough it is. And the fact is that one of the most important things to do is put black men and women in a position where they can accumulate wealth, where they're in a position where they can begin to actually have the place in the community where, as a, as a people across the board, they grow the middle class. What's the Biden-Harris plan for black Americans? There's a number of things I want to do. Number one. For example, there's evidence that black entrepreneurs, men and women, are successful and as innovative as anybody else. The problem is that they have great difficulty getting the capital. So what Barack and I did was we came up with a plan that was $1.5 billion we gave to state, in the 50 states, gave to state small business associations and for minority businesses. So what happened is once you get that funding, you go in and you make an application and they say your idea is a good idea. What it did was we predicted it attracted $30 billion off the sideline, meaning that when someone says I have this idea for this new tech firm or whatever I want to do. And what happens is if now all of a sudden the federal government's giving you your down payment on that got you going. Uh, Mr. President, can you hang on one second? One second. We'll be right back with more Vice President Joe Biden right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're back and we've been talking all morning with presidential candidate Joe Biden, who is here giving us some insight on a lot of things he's feeling and thinking about this upcoming election. You know, one of the hardest things for a young black man, uh, or a woman for that matter, but to get is a down payment for a home. What I'm proposing is that for first-term home buyers in the community, brown and black, they would be able to get a $15,000 down payment, which essentially is a guaranteed tax credit, which says that the bank says, okay, I know they have the money for the down payment, so now you can go out and I'll lend you the money to buy the home. But in addition to that, there are other things we're going to do. For example, there is a lot of money that's available out there through the legislation that's already put together that calls for making sure that we're able to provide for funding in communities that are primarily minority communities. And what we do with that is we make sure that we have a fund that we're going to provide for somewhere in the order of 
$50 billion of new equity investment. In addition, though, they have the availability of being able to get loans, low-interest loans, for communities. They're going to drastically increase the amount of money available for investments in these communities. For example, you have a great idea, and you're going to, it's called community development financial institutions, meaning the small banks that are in the communities. They have to lend into that brown or black community. All right, hang on one second, everybody. Mr. President, hang on, or we'll be right back. We've got more with President Joe Biden right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve Harvey did an interview with presidential candidate Joe Biden. This is the last part of the interview. The debates are coming up Tuesday. We have the interview for you right now. We're back, and we've been talking all morning with uh, presidential candidate Joe Biden about this upcoming election. In the United States of America, if you and I were in the same financial situation of just getting started, and we, we each were able to buy a home, um, and you bought a, the exact same home a developer built on one side of an interstate in a black community, and I bought the exact same home in the white community, mm-hmm. immediately my home is going to be valued at 32% more than your home is. It's wrong. We've got to end the red line. We've got to end all these things that make it difficult for African-Americans, particularly hard-working African-Americans who are just trying to get off the ground, to have the opportunity to do what most... How do most middle-class people accumulate any wealth? In their homes, in equity in their homes. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're able to go on and then borrow money to send their kids to school, all those kinds of things. Yeah. But there's a lot we can do. A lot we can do, including providing free education, college education. I think every single person in America who qualifies to get into a community college should be able to go for free. I think anybody who qualifies to get into a four-year university, if they come from a family less than $125,000 a year, should have free tuition. But I also think it's really important we fund HBCUs and minority universities because they don't have significant endowments. They are not able to compete to be able to get these large contracts with government and other entities to provide for the kinds of things like the University of Delaware. University of Delaware, they have a system where they have a metallurgy department where they have been able to get the right people invested in this effort. Uh, If you are able to get the funding for these laboratories at an HBCU, then what you do, you're able to train those young men and women in the HBCUs to these new high-tech ventures. So there's just a lot we can do, an awful lot we can do. Give me the importance of voting for our community, and and what do we need to safeguard ourselves against in terms of voter suppression? First of all, they should go to howvote.com to know where to vote and not who to vote for, but how to be able to get where your polling place and arrest is. You know that this administration is going to do everything in their power to try to keep people from voting, but they're not mm-hmm. going to be stopped. The top line is people in this country are going to be hurt. No matter how much the president tries to stop them, they're going to vote. So, as I said, make sure you go to iwillvote.com. The right. African-American community can determine this election. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you. All right. Good job. Harvey, All right, good job, huh? Yeah, man. man. 
You better fight for us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, we'll be back at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.